Coming at you from the beautiful city of El Paso, Texas, in this dark dungeon of a classroom, M225. This is Irvin's first talk radio podcast, The Observer Podcast. Check it out. So, welcome to November 1st, ladies and gentlemen, students, faculty, staff, everybody out there in Irvin country. Welcome to November 1st, October. And actually, you know what? October, you know, September, August, September, and October, they flew by actually really fast. So lots to cover, but we're not going to because we have some spooky stuff to cover. We are going to go ahead and do a review of everything Halloween that took, off, uh, that took place this past October. So as you can see right now, because I'm actually live streaming this, or not live streaming it, but I'm actually recording it right now. As you can see, I am in my dungeon of a classroom alone as usual. My faithful sidekicks, Maddie Chavita and Carlos Valle, aka CVT Photography, have ditched me and did not come through. So I believe that there's a bet that we had that we were going to do this podcast and start it, get it up off the ground. But we didn't, and I'm doing it alone, so I believe there is some lunch that they owe me. Something. Anyway, let's get to the script. I have my notes up right here. Um, well, before, let me introduce myself. I am, to a lot of people, Mr. Medina. To some, I am Medina, and to a select few, I am M. I am Irvin High School's print media advisor. I take care of the Irvin Observer News Magazine, digital news magazine, and I take care of the Irvin Orbit, the school yearbook. And now starting this little side pet project of a talk radio podcast element to the already millions of things that I try and do that I probably shouldn't. Anyway, so back to the script. We wanted to, and this is definitely going to become my little project, my script, is the paranormal. Now, I am a huge believer in all things paranormal. Um... You name it, I believe in it. Ghosts, aliens, demons, angels, uh, the boogeyman, La Llorona, uh, for all of um, the people that are cultured, La Llorona, all the ghost stories up and down the Rio Grande. You name it, I've bought into it, I've read the books, and I watch the shows. Call me a nerd, it's cool, it only makes me that much more happy. So the paranormal in you. Uh, what the heck is the paranormal and why should we care? Um, so let's see, what do I have here? An event or perception without scientific explanation, such as uh, psychokinesis, extrasensory perception, or other purportedly supernatural phenomena. Now, personally, I haven't had too much experience or any like, uh, encounters with like psychokinesic or people who have psionic abilities 
there are some things that might pass for extrasensory perception, but as far as, you know, I just have no idea. I've never met anybody who's held those type of powers before. Now, if you have, please uh, leave us a comment or drop us a line. Let us know what kind of experiences you have. Um, I do know that Maddie, in, in my notes here, when it came to paranormal experiences, she's lived in different housing uh, apartments, houses, whatever. She says doors opening after being closed, physically being touched by an unseen force. She's seen shadow people, which is literally like another, a whole other topic of paranormal uh, entities in itself. Um, seen shadow people in apartments and, and was it speculation of being followed? She's been, she's had sense, uh, like the feeling of being followed and being screamed at by unseen entities. Now, that literally sends chills down my back, literally walking into a room and being screamed at by something that is that you cannot see with your own eyes. I don't know. That would that is a big bucket full of nope and I would be out the way that I came in. Now, for me personally, I when it comes to paranormal and I had to look this up because I needed to make sure that it fell under the realm of paranormal experiences or just paranormal in general. But for me, my experience was actually witnessing a UFO here in the city of the 915. Now, long story short, I'm driving with my wife down 54 heading north. So going towards uh, North Hill, the North Hills area. That's where I live in the Sandstone Ranch area. Um, so I'm going down, I'm driving, I'm paying attention, I'm observing the, the rules of the road, my hands are at 9 and 5, I am not inebriated, I am not tired, and I see a light in the sky. Now, most UFO stories always start off like that, oh, I saw a bright light in the sky, and it zoomed away, whatever. This is different. Now, I know that there's lights in, or like along the highway, along 54, but these were different. Um, it was much, much higher much more pronounced and it had like an orange glow to it now i'm looking at it and I, I i turn over to my wife i look at her i'm like sam look at that and she's like okay i don't know what i'm looking at but i'm looking and i'm just just watch it just watch where that thing's going it's hot it's not it's not hovering but it's like gliding kind of it's going in a straight line but it's gliding really slowly and we're looking and we're looking and we're looking and just like uh, those lights that you might have in your house that you can actually turn to like the, the lights that you can dim, it literally dimmed out to literal invisibility. You just, I could not see it anymore. And I looked at Sam and I'm like, Sam, did you just see that? And she was like, I, I really wish I hadn't had seen that, but I did. And I don't know what I saw. And I was like, UFO, had to be aliens. I went full ancient aliens on her. So I was like, okay, look, keep watching, keep watching. Now, by the time, like, the point that we're at on the freeway is probably around, like, passing Chapin. Chapin, so it's like the 54 and Gateway West area. Uh, and I'm like, okay, watch it, watch it, watch it. And lo and behold, we're watching it. We're already kind of getting past, like, you know, where we probably won't be able to see it anymore. And it glows, it like dims back on. So, you know, you're turning the dial to turn on the light again, and it just goes back on. Lights on the freeway don't do that. Airplanes don't do that. Helicopters don't do that. 
And I'm more than positive jets don't do that. They have those lights that flash and you can definitely tell that they are, you know, aviation, you know, man-made aviation things. This dimmed on, it didn't have a shape of an airplane whatsoever. It was a UFO, you know, fight me on this. And it dimmed back on and it literally was going in the direction of Fort Bliss. Now, if there's anybody out there who is um, from Fort Bliss or works at Fort Bliss, please get at me. Contact me. My information is everywhere. Uh, you, guys are, you guys are holding out on us. Let us know what this truth is. Why are you not telling the people that you are holding on to alien technology or flying saucers or something? I want to know. I'm a photographer on the side. Let me take some pictures. Let's just blow this whole thing up, okay? Anyway, so I did what any responsible citizen of the United States of America would do. I get on the phone and I call the El Paso Times. And as crazy as that sounds, you know, they pick up the phone, like, okay, you know, I'd like to report a UFO sighting. Oh, okay, well, where did you see it? I was like, I just saw it like 20 minutes ago. And then they get really excited. Now, I'm not sure if they got really excited because it was a slow day in the, in the newsroom or if they were just trying to make me feel good about what I was saying, but they took down my information. I gave them my story, and that, that was it. Check the papers. A couple weeks later, nothing, nothing, nothing. It was probably scrubbed. Anyway, that's my whole paranormal experience. Um, CVT is not here, um, but... Uh, he has absolutely no experiences, so he would actually be on the other side of the spectrum when it comes to the paranormal. So he, I'm literally no experiences. I don't even know if he believes or not. Uh, he should be sitting here right next to me, but he's not because he's lame. So anyway, uh, let's take a break. I need to get a drink of water, and we'll hit up the next two subjects. Laters. The best to you from Kmart Radio. Kmart. I turn this camera back on. It's gonna have a horrible lag. It's not even gonna look good. But we have our first guest because Maddie and CVT Photography are lame. So we're actually visited by somebody who doesn't want to go home, who has no life and just like staying after hours at Irvine High School, which is kind of weird for a high schooler. But we actually have the photo manager and dual marketing person who doesn't really do any marketing, actually. No, um, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Dual marketing, pseudo marketing, but photo manager for both. No, just the photo manager for the news magazine. Senior, senior, Carla, don't call me Morin, Morin. Say hi to everybody. Hi. Okay, so, Carla, do you believe, since our topic is about the paranormal, do you believe in extraterrestrials, UFOs, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, Yeti, Angels and demons, ghosts, poltergeists, all of the above. Okay, well, I believe in most of them. I don't believe. Can you hear me? No, huh? Uh, I don't believe in like the Bigfoot Yeti. I don't even know what the Yeti is, but 
But I believe in angels and demons, and I believe in uh, aliens, even though I'm scared of them. Because, I mean, one time my dad was, uh, well, since he was in the Navy, like, he said that supposedly that he saw, like, a whole bunch of flashing lights, like, in the middle of the ocean. And then, like, just you just see, like, water go up. And then it just went away. So it came out of the ocean? No. Like, from the sky. Like, he saw, like, flashing lights in the sky. And, like, it was getting water from the ocean. So this unidentified object was sucking water out of the ocean? Yes. And you said your dad was in the Navy. Does he have, did he, has he told you any other crazy stories? No, just that one time that he was patrolling. That one time, okay. So the patrolling story is the water story. Which is kind of crazy because, okay, because, so I already gave my UFO that I saw, I saw a UFO on the freeway, but my uncle is an engineer, civil engineer at White Sands Missile Range, and he actually got to spend the night at Area 51. You know what Area 51 is, right? You don't, you don't know what Area 51 is? Do you, do you want to take a guess at what Area 51 is? Isn't it like the supposedly where the, like, a UFO is, but the government covered it up or something? It's a, like, secret-like, alien-like. Sorry, that's how you were talking. No, it's a secret government base where they keep... UFOs and alien bodies, supposedly, just recently, they said that there's actual alive, like living aliens there where they get their, you know, she's already freaking out right now. She's like shaking um, where they get their like information on how to reverse engineer aircrafts. Well, explain to us why you're scared of aliens. Oh, because I'm scared, like, that they're going to, like, abduct us, like, in the movies and just kill everybody. Like, in the the World War of Worlds movie. With Tom Cruise? Yeah. Well, I mean, that really wasn't, like, abducting anybody, though. They kind of just, like, snatched them. Like, it, if you haven't seen the movie, I mean, you should. It's really good. You know, Orson Welles did a good job writing the book. But, I mean... They kind of just threw nets on people and they just sucked them up into like these big bellies, like mechanical monsters. It wasn't like actual abductions. But eventually, don't they like disappear? Like the humans? But I mean, they go into the machine. They don't go like into outer space. I don't, I haven't seen the movie in like five years and I own the movie. Okay, I'll do that. Um, anyway. So my uncle got to spend a night in Area 51. And I guess after a day of working, they actually were just like playing some basketball, like wherever they were staying. And he said, and it was late at night. Like, like let's just say it was like, I don't know, seven, eight o'clock at night. Um, and it's in the desert. So it's obviously a lot darker than if it was in the city. And he just saw tons of lights, like just... She got goosebumps. Um, he would just see tons of lights in the sky. Not stars, but things like just like zooming around everywhere. And like they were not planes. So like, I mean, 
if we were to play a game of like, what would you do? Like, if you were there and you saw that, what would you do? I would leave. I'd dip. I'd be like, this is... You want to like wait around, maybe take a couple pictures or something? No, like I'd rather live than sit there and take pictures. They're not going to kill you. There has not been one since like the 1940s. They could have covered it up. Okay. So I think it was like four years ago, maybe three. Area 51 gave the United States citizens, us, gave us the biggest smokescreen in the world by declassifying their entire base. Like, up until that point, up until like three or four years ago, everything that they did was a secret, and now it's not. So now they're like, oh, yeah, well, we work on like engineering things and whatnot, blah, blah, blah. But I think that in itself was a smokescreen for what was really going on. And then, like, right after that, like another two years down the road, there was like speculation that there's a second Area 51. So there's Area 51, and then there's another Area 51. Part two. So, what's being covered up? The fact that they have aliens there. I think the government is working with the aliens. Do you think that they are walking among us right now? Um, I don't know. It all just depends on like the aliens. Like, I don't know, like if they can shapeshift or what they can do. Well, you do know that there is like a huge conspiracy theory on like shapeshifters, right? And like the reptilian race. Sure. Do you believe that? I don't know. I just think, well, yeah, I guess I believe I believe that and, like, the whole aliens and everything because, I mean, we don't even know, like, all of our own, like, solar system, like, our galaxy. Like, we don't even know if there's actually, like, other, like, in other galaxies, like, aliens and stuff. Do you believe that they're in some other solar system that there is another Earth that's habitable? Oh, yeah, I think so. Just we can't even get it to it, so I don't think we're ever going to be able to. Do you... I don't even... I lost my train of thought on that one. Um, anyway, so there's that. So let's go ahead and let's go into our second topic. So this part, again, because I have lame co-hosts, we we're supposed to discuss local... We we're supposed to discuss local hotspots for paranormal um do you know any of the stories of el paso high i heard i think like when i was in middle school at mcgoffin that there was like a girl that jumped off of the big tower and that supposedly she like haunts that tower or whatever true i don't think it was a tower though so when I was in middle school, the story goes is that it was a cheerleader who jumped off of a balcony that was inside the school. And what happened is that I guess they wanted to cover, not to cover up in a bad way, but they wanted to cover up like the idea of what had happened. And like, it's like a secret hallway now. Like you can't really find it unless you know about it. And that supposedly like, er, I think, I don't know if it's like really early in the morning, like really what? When are we supposed to go to El Paso? I don't know. I mean, you know, if there's anybody from El Paso out there who wants to take us on a tour, please, like, reach out to us because we really want to go. Like, we'll give you free pictures. 
Like we just want to like see every all the haunted places and like the tunnels underneath the school. But yeah. So I mean that's El Paso High. I mean there's the tunnels and um they do the tours. We should probably we should probably go hit up the like the tunnels. I know that they opened that up in the fall, I think. And there's like supposedly a classroom down there that was like left untouched. Like and it was just like walled up. <laughs> The next one was Concordia. Do you know anything about Concordia Cemetery? You know which cemetery that one is, right? No, that is that's a pauper cemetery. I don't I don't even know what that one's called. So Concordia is the big, like El Paso's biggest cemetery. It's like right over there by the Spaghetti Bowl, like if you're going downtown. You can see it, like, right off the freeway. Oh, yeah. Isn't that, isn't that supposedly where, like, the military is? Uh, dug down? I don't know the word for it. Are you just spitting lies? No. I heard, supposedly, that that was where military people were buried. Fort Bliss Cemetery. Not Concordia. Concordia's huge, big. It's, like, massive. It used to be a ranch back in the day, like when El Paso had cowboys, like real cowboys. Uh, and each four corners, like the four corners of Concordia Cemetery was like their own ranch. So, I mean, like a lot of like the local like myths and legend is that like you can go to Concordia and even though you're right next to like the freeway and you can hear all the cars and the semis, you can hear horses like galloping. That's crazy. Would you want to hear that? Yes and no. Why not? Well, I feel like I would end up getting freaked out and like leave, but I think it would be cool like to experience if it's like true or not. And then supposedly, besides the horses, like the hooves and that noise, you can hear kids. Like you can hear kids like laughing and like they're playing. Like it's not like screaming bloody murder or anything, but like you can hear kids playing. Okay, but in movies, like you hear kids playing and then you just get scared. You're like, oh, these kids are demonic. True. I don't know. I've I've heard that. I would like to experience that. I'd be like they're coming to kill me. Yeah, probably. Um, it's also the burial place of the famous John Wesley Harden. He was like a infamous gunslinger in El Paso. Like his whole tomb is like encased in. Like. No, it's not like an actual. It's not like a crypt or anything, but it's like. It's like the grave and the stone, but it's everything is encased in like this fencing. Like it's weird. It's like locked off. And like one time I went there right after eating some really good, authentic Mexican food from Alan J's. Like the only place to eat good Mexican food in El Paso. Uh, we, my wife and I, Sam, we went and we walked around and I was like, hey, the ghost of John Wesley Harden, if you're here, she started freaking out. Like she just she was like, "Why are you doing that?" I would have killed you. Why? Like I want to see, I want to get proof, and if I have to call them out, I'm gonna call them out, right? No, because if you call them out, they're gonna be like, "Oh, look, I'm gonna go haunt this guy right here. I'm gonna go kill him in his dreams and haunt him." But what? That's no. They're not going to like latch onto you. Well, you don't know that. You hear all these stories about these ghosts that do latch onto people and these poltergeists and all this. So, it could. 
bet. No. Let's take a quick break. We love these songs. Cause they are good to us. The quiz no songs. They are tasty, they are crunchy, they are warm because they told them. Quiznos new Santa Fe trio subs with smoky chipotle sauce. Fried chicken, roast beef, or smoked turkey. Quiznos. After talking about shadow people in her house, she just told me that she like sees things at night. I think she's just delusional, but it could be shadow people. My uncle saw shadow people in his house. And like my whole entire family comes from like a background, <laughs> and my whole family comes like a background of like spiritualists and like you know religious people and everything. And like for people to just see things like that, it kind of questions like you know even if you do like believe in like a higher being or a higher power, I still think that there's a realm between us and spiritual. There's a realm of spirits. I don't know about a purgatory. I mean, I think that's still steeped in, in religious philosophy. Like, I just think that between the physical where we're at right now and wherever we end up, there's a middle ground. I don't know. Maybe it is purgatory. I don't know. That's what, that's what purgatory is. Watch Supernatural. <laughs> no, I don't watch those shows. I watch Ancient Aliens and Ghost Adventures. You know, Ghost, you've ever watched a Ghost Adventures with Zach Bagans? Like, it's like Ghost Adventures, and then it's like green and white. I I think so. He's like really buff. I don't know. He's in like a, like a black light. Not like in a black light, like night vision. That's how those shows are. Like when they do their investigations, yeah. Oh, I think I've seen like parts of it, but like I'm scared of all that. So I'm like, I'm like, no, watch this. Like I can literally watch that show and I will freak myself out. Like in daylight, I can watch it at home. It's 12 p.m. in the afternoon. I'm eating like a burrito or something and I will freak myself out. See, but I don't know if those are actually real because I feel like they like can use studio lights, sounds and stuff like that. They actually have an episode, though, that was like under so much scrutiny and they always go back and like they go back to to review it and it kind of shows like. It's really fast. I mean, all the shots are really fast, so you never have a good view of what's happening, but it's like you see for a split second this brick on the ground, and it flies out. Like, it's picked up and thrown at them. And, like, they've had it tested and, you know, under different, like, filters and lights, and even professionals don't even, they can't even. You want the goldfish? You want some, you hungry? Everyone did. Um, and everyone says it's true. Like, I don't know. Why go through all of the money to produce a show that's fake? And then you can get more money. But why, but why mess with people when it comes to something like this? Like, I can understand, like, made-for-TV, like, gimmicks. But, like, ghosts, something that people actually are, like, really invested in. Like, why fake it for the sake of proof and science? Oh, I mean, I guess if you think about it like that. Just I feel like you can't really believe them sometimes. I don't know. 
Carla the non-believer. Okay, so last point for all of our spookiness, because I know that Carla wanted to uh, talk about a certain part of stuff. She says she's going to go like crazy about it. So what to do if you know that your house is haunted? And so now I feel that when people hear this part of the segment, they're going to be like, crap. I'm like, now I'm hypersensitive to like what's going on in my house now. So, so there's different types of hauntings. The first one is called residual haunting, uh, interactive haunting, poltergeist or poltergeist activity, demonic hauntings, shadow people, and the, the dreaded doppelganger. And like Carla is like, why are you squirming? I don't know. Since you said that I might see shadow people, you freak me out. So I just get goosebumps now. So I'm, I'm not going to go through all of them. I'm going to go through the ones that are off the top of my head because I already have too many screens open on my computer anyway. Um, I probably should have just thrown it up on my projector. But the interactive one, I think, is that that's, that's the one I think where you can actually... I don't think you can touch them. I think the interactive one is like, okay, I'm gonna go put this teddy bear like in the middle of my room. It's like, hey, can you can you touch that for me? And it'll like tip over. So I think that's interactive. Poltergeist, that's the one where it's like everything in your house is getting thrown at you, or you walk, you like go to the restroom or something, and then you come out and like every single cupboard drawer in your ki- in your kitchen is open. Have you ever had poltergeist activity? No. No, just I've seen the movies, but I believe in all. Like especially with the the people that came out in the movie, the Conjury. I believe in them. What about demonic hauntings? What do you mean? Like I guess when it comes to demonic demonic hauntings, we're talking about people who are like possessed by demons. Oh yeah, like I believe like in the Exorcist and all that. Like I feel like. Sometimes churches and priests, like, they actually go to houses and have, like, people, people, what, what is it called when the demons go into the people? Like a, a demon possession? Yeah, yeah, like, they actually go and they have, like, the exorcisms. I believe in all that. But I feel like sometimes they're hidden from actual, like, the people around, like, everywhere. So then that way people don't get freaked out or whatever. So what's the scariest demonic movie you've ever seen? Mm, I don't know. I'm, like, kind of a scaredy cat, and I'm kind of scared of everything. But I feel like the, the Conjuring... I would have to say, like, the whole doll and, like, I don't think the actual movie itself was that scary, but I feel like the information inside of it was scary. And then how afterwards you could go to Lorraine Warren's and, like, the Warren's page, and then you can see and hear all the recordings. Like, I feel like the end of that movie freaked me out more than the actual movie because it's, like, the real voice recordings and everything from them at the houses and stuff. So that was it during the exorcism? Or, like, is there an exorcism? Because I've seen, I saw the first Conjuring, but I don't remember it because that's how long it's been. Oh, no, I've seen all the, all the Conjuring movies because me and my aunt, like, we're really into them. So we kind of, like, go deeper into it. But basically, uh, I forgot his name. So Lorraine's the girl that can actually see them and, like, get in contact with them. And then the other Warren is his, her husband. 
and he's the one that does the exorcisms and everything. So basically, yeah, like he's the one that does them. He's like, he has a like the priest like experience and stuff. But yeah, and I believe that there are some people like out there like that can actually see like the demons and talk to them and stuff. Would you ever? Okay, no. Two part question. So you do know that there is an actual like career called the demonologist, right? Like they study demons. Would you ever consider becoming a demonologist? Um, I feel like up to a certain point, like I would want to learn all about them and everything, but I don't think I would actually go and investigate them. Like, cause I'd be like, Oh, what if it follows me? What if it follows my family, my friends? Like, I think that's what I would be scared about. When it comes, okay, so this is like inevitable when it comes to people like, oh, that's a that's a demon movie or whatever. Okay, so most of the time, well, no, would you ever become, and I, I don't even know because I'm not even Catholic, like would you be ever become like whatever, like a priest? Because I know that there's like female like priests, but I don't think it's in the Catholic church. It might be like, like in Presbyterian or Lutheran. Would you ever become that? Like a priest? No, I don't think I would. Why not? Because I mean, I believe, but I believe, like right now, like I guess in this point of my life, like I believe to a certain point. Like, because I'm like, how am I supposed to believe in him if there's like other religions that also believe in him? Like, how do I know the Bible's real when another person could easily just go and write another Bible? Like, that's what I find hard to believe. Okay, so for the sake of sake, so you wouldn't become a priest? No. Now, would you become a priest if you were had the opportunity to become an exorcist? Hell no. <laughs> Why not? Because, it's like I said, like I'd be like, oh, they're going to follow me or something. And then sometimes like if you fail, like I don't know if you've seen... There's this one movie. I feel like you should watch it. It's on Netflix. It's with the the guy that came out in Silence of the Lambs. Are we talking about the movie, right? Yes, that one. Uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yes, but he ends up dying at the end because he didn't do it like all the way or something. And yeah, no, I wouldn't want to do that. He doesn't die. Yes, he does. Anthony Hopkins' character in the movie, right, does not die. Like, I don't know, I guess it's in another movie and the priest dies because he didn't get to it. Are you sure he doesn't die? I'm going to go home and I'm going to Netflix this. I'll watch it again because so right is what... And then his other, like, follower, like, the, the older guy, like, he lives and he goes and he sees him dead at his house. And then he's like, oh, sh-. And then, like, he goes get... And, like, We're going to have to edit that one out. Yeah, I realized that I said <laughs> it. But then he's like, oh, okay. And then he goes back to the... To the peoples that were, that were, like. For those of you who don't like spoilers, it's probably a good time to go ahead and just mute this part of the show. Sorry. <laughs> well, no, because, like, right is the whole thing about this, like, this guy who, who grows up as a mortuary's son, like an undertaker's son, and his whole family is Catholic, so he has to grow up being Catholic, and he's like, you know, if you grow up Catholic, you might as well become a priest, whatever. But like he himself doubts his own faith 
until like like he scores like an awesome grade on this test. The father's like, well, why don't you continue it? I don't know. Something happens. He ends up in Rome at the Vatican as an exorcist. They send him because they're like, oh, well, you're the best, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And so he's doing this and, you know, spoiler alert, you know, he, he has all these encounters. Uh, the person that's mentoring him ends up being possessed by like, le- by like Satan himself. So it's like his biggest like. I remember he does die because the priest, the main one, Anthony Hopkins, what's his name? Anthony Hopkins. Yes, he gets possessed by the demon and then that's when that guy goes and he's like, oh, okay. Like, now I have to get it out of you. But he ends up dying because the demon was too strong for his body. Oh, I remember. False. Not false. So Anthony Hopkins ends up getting possessed. This guy, like, goes through, like, an aha moment. Like, I can do this. He exercises his mentor, Anthony Hopkins. And that's it. Like, he lives. Everyone lives. Every everyone lives. Everyone lives. Everyone lives. And the guy... You know that the story revolves around. He becomes a priest back in like his hometown. The end. Okay, so I am I am officially going to throw in my bet card. So I bet that I'm right and you're wrong. No, this can't be ever. I bet that if I'm right, you owe me breakfast from McDonald's. I like breakfast food. If anybody who, you know, knows me, it's like I'm like, you know, Ron Swanson from Parks and Recreation is my spirit animal. There is nothing in this world that can't cure something. Why not? Okay, so everyone, Carla, the first guest on this talk show has officially wussied out. (laughs) Wait, come back. (laughs) okay so demonic so types of haunting demonic that went on a a huge thing so shadow people that's what carla's gonna see tonight in her house so i'm gonna be waiting for that phone call like hey there's like something looking at me from the down the hallway no that's not what he's doing and then have you ever heard any of the stories about doppelgangers you know what a doppelganger is it's a journey okay so what was there supernatural what is their definition of a doppelganger? Basically, that there's like it's me, and I have a doppelganger that's another person of me, but they're like bad. Kind of, I don't know. Uh, that was on Ghost Adventures, where the doppelganger is literally like another version of you, like kind of in a different realm, like a spirit realm, and uh, and supposedly, like this was on the sh- the Ghost Adventures show that. I think it was like a, a an abandoned psych ward or like an abandoned hospital somewhere in Nevada that that place was actually haunted by a doppelganger and the doppelganger would take your form and if you met it, like you, they were saying, like, please avoid it. If you see someone that looks like you or if another person of the crew sees you and they know that it's not you, do not interact with it. Because the doppelganger, once it realizes that you've seen it, it tries to kill you. But that's, I don't know. I haven't done too much, like, studying on doppelgangers. I just know that it's a copy of you and that it's really bad if you, like, run into it. Okay, then I've never heard. No, not in the shows that I watch. You should watch real shows, not teeny bopper shows. Anyway, 
So, those are the types of hauntings, residual, interactive, poltergeist, demonic, shadow people, and doppelganger. And so these are some of the haunt, like the symptoms of a haunting. So now that I have your full attention and you're sitting either like in your bedroom or you're sitting somewhere alone and you're going to be hyper aware now of your surroundings, these are the symptoms of a haunting. You are going to experience mild psychokinetic occurrences. So like maybe you're going to be more predispositioned to like know, okay, like you're going to hear like a like a knock on the door and you're for some strange reason, you know exactly who it is without even knowing, you know, they didn't call you out or anything. Um, you're going to start hearing whispers and maybe crying by yourself. You're going to hear like, I don't know, I guess like that little voice in the back of your head. <laughs> uh, I, I wasn't too sure what this meant. Known voices, I guess. Oh, you know what? In Ghost Adventures ghosts can mimic your voice to confuse other people. And that actually would happen a lot. And that was actually like a precursor to demonic possessions. Like Zach Baggins and them, like they would like, they would hear his Zach's voice in EVPs. And like, he was like, I, oh no, no, no. They would hear him on walkie talkies. Like, oh, that's not even me. Like, I'm not nowhere near wherever I said I was. Shivers again. <laughs> You're also going to experience cold or hot spots. Uh, They're more likely to be cold. So you could literally be in the house that's like 85 degrees or something. And you're going to get like a burst of cold air somewhere. Uh, Unexplained smells. Uh, Usually the smells, that one is more accompanied with like demonic possession. You're going to start smelling like, like, you're going to smell sulfur, like rotten eggs. Um, Physical assault, poltergeist. So you're going to get like beat up. You're going to get bruises. Um levitating or moving objects. (laughs) Uh, You're going to start seeing that stuff. Physical illness with no relief from medication. So you're going to just start getting sick. I still think that that's kind of lumped in with like demonic possession. Oh yeah, like I think in the exorcist she gets sick, but that's while the demon's inside of her. Throwing up like a crazy person. She starts throwing up that pea soup. Yeah. (laughs) Um, You're going to start having frequent nightmares. Uh, I don't know. I ha- I have like for those of you who don't know me, I really have a very 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 overactive imagination. So my my nightmares can get pretty crazy sometimes. Like they're just weird. Do you do you have weird dreams? I think when I was younger, I would have this one. Like to me, it was a nightmare. Like everything was moving by me, just like super super fast. Like I would just see like like in those movies. Like you'll see movies, and then there'd just be like white, and then like black bodies just moving fast like that's how my dreams were maybe you've been abducted (laughs) maybe you have been abducted that's like that's the light from the ufo like beaming down and like you're seeing these bodies and those bodies are the aliens in the in the craft I'm just never going to tell you anything ever again (laughs) Uh, so frequent nightmare I had like growing up my nightmares were always about the end of the world like always, like hardcore. I had horrible. I mean, and that's what I get for being raised in like a like hyper religious home. So. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Thanks, mom. Subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> and then the last symptom is objects missing and found in unexpected places. Um. So like, oh, my phone's here. Oh, look, my phone's all the way over there now. Yeah. 
I literally thought that happened to me like a week ago because I had like my AirPods on the kitchen counter or like on the kitchen island. And I swear like there was no way that anything could have knocked them as far as they went. Like they knocked far. Like you've been to my house. Like you've seen the like the island is right there. And like my stairs are like a good like five or six feet. And, like, my AirPods kind of just, like, landed there. And, like, the way that they landed was kind of weird. You probably accidentally hit them or your dogs. My dogs are not five feet tall. <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. So, anyway. So, that was pretty much our October um, recap Halloween. If you have any paranormal experiences... Let me know. Let us know in the comments. We're going to try and start putting all of our stuff up on as many places as we possibly can for free because we are a broke organization. Uh, if you would like to support us, let us know. That would be really generous, even if it is buying us a pizza while we script right. That would be amazing because pizza is life. Um, other than watch that, yes, and watch those movies. Carla has a message for you to watch those movies. Yes, watch the right movies, watch all the Conjuring movies, go to Lorraine Warren's and her husband's, who I forgot his name, website. And, don't, and she highly recommends it. And don't, um, Carla will be in touch with us to let us know if she sees any shadow people today, today, tomorrow, in her dreams. Maybe she'll get abducted tonight, I don't know. If she, if she gets abducted, she won't have to worry about the shadow people, but she'll have to worry about the aliens uh, doing tests on her. Anyway, we're done. We'll catch you next week. Peace out. Say bye, Carla. Bye, Carla. <laughs> Laters, guys.